Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the greatest football podcast in the history of the world, run by yours truly, Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And what's been quite yet an uneventful week of football regarding the Champions League and the Europa League, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Two French clubs today in the Europa League had quite a day. I'm talking about Olympique de Marseille as well as Toulouse. Hmm. It's, this is probably the very, very first time where I'm actually doing an episode fully committed to talking about the club of Toulouse. I've mentioned it several times on the show, but God knows how long it's been since the last time I did. But I think Toulouse today really deserves quite a recognition. I think they deserve to be fully acknowledged. Because ah, because today they picked up a win over Liverpool. Yeah, that's right. Over Liverpool. Although this game is somewhat marred by a little bit more of controversy because of what happened at the very end, which we will get to. As far as Olympique de Marseille goes, you know, I'm glad to see Olympique de Marseille is hanging on for Europa League. I really want to see more than one French club really be able to challenge well. I really want to see the likes of, you know, Toulouse, Marseille, and of course Stade Rennes, who's also, you know, hanging in there in the Europa League. I really want to see some, I really want to see some French football kind of blossom. I want to see some French, some French clubs really kind of be, be able to put themselves out there on the map and be regarded as a respectable club. Respectable and good enough to basically put in a deep run in the tournament itself and hopefully be able to challenge for the title. Now, of course, you know, PSG, you know, I had that loss against uh, AC Milan uh, earlier this week, and I uh, failed to mention in, in that episode that Christian Pulisic suffered an ha- a hamstring injury and, will, and is going to be out for several weeks. So uh, that is a very, very unfortunate set of circumstances, but um, we'll get to that too. So, you know, but seeing, you know, in, in Europa League, you know, seeing Olympique de Marseille on top of their group and seeing Toulouse basically be, you know, st- still be alive, you know, it really, it really says something. I mean, you know, for Toulouse FC, you know, to pick up the win at home, you know, against Liverpool, you know, that that right there is is something huge. And you know, and the fact of the matter is, you know, Toulouse FC, you know, just simply Toulouse. I mean, the fact of the matter is, I'm not fully, you know, you know, educated on, you know, on their history. Now, interestingly enough. Fabien Barthez, the legendary French goalkeeper, Fabien Barthez, actually started out his career, I believe, with Toulouse, if I'm correct. So, uh, so, so Toulouse does have its uh, fair, a, a fair share of success. Now, the team, I'll never forget, you know, Steve, I believe, you know, Steve actually told me about how in, um, in 2001, when the team went bankrupt, but then ba- I think basically, uh, I mean, I, I basically, you know, it, it ended up being relegated, I believe, uh, to the, uh, to the to the division three of, of French football, so so it's good to see you know, how Toulouse you know 
over the last 20, 25 years, kind of basically try to try to dig it, dig itself out of the hole. So, you know, I'll be honest. You know, I think they did qualify for the Champions League in, in 2007. I'm not sure how many times they've done it since. So, you know, well, I, you know, of, of course, you know, right now uh, Toulouse, you know, did win the the Coupe de France. So, as as my good buddy uh, Steve reminded me. So yeah, last year, you know, last season, for the fact that Toulouse won. The Coupe de France, you know, and basically Steve said to me today, because I did briefly speak to him about it, that in Toulouse's case, for them to beat Liverpool at home, I mean, that's got to be considered maybe the second biggest win, you know, of the club's career. Although I'm sure the club has pulled off better, you know, bigger upsets before, but, oh, man. You know, and this is actually the first time, you know, the, the, the current tournament, according to this, that uh, they're competing in in European football... This is actually the first time since the 2009-2010 Europa League that Toulouse is actually competing in. So it's really good to see Toulouse be competing in a in a European tournament and seeing right now them pick up a win against Liverpool to kind of stay in the hunt to hopefully qualify for the knockout stage. I mean, this is huge. And the same thing goes for Olympique de Marseille. Now, I'm not going to leave Olympique de Marseille in obscurity, but... But seeing, you know, you know, and the fact, you know, that in, in the earlier round, you know, when Toulouse actually played Liverpool at Anfield and lost 5-1, you know, and after that, you know, you know, Toulouse you know, suffered a 3 nothing loss to Montpellier and then a, a, two a 2 one win, uh, excuse me, a 2-1 loss at home to Le Havre. So, it's good to see, you know, a after that, you know, like that, so for them to pick up the win over Liverpool. So, you know, so right now, honestly... Toulouse's last uh, win in Ligue 1 was actually uh, was actually October 1st, believe it or not. <laughs> so, so for so for Toulouse, honestly, this is something you know absolutely extraordinary. And you know, and I mentioned how um, you know they went three to two. They actually at one point had a two nothing lead, which was cut in half, I think, courtesy of an own goal. But then when they took that three to one lead, I was like, man. But you know, th th this is something huge. I mean. For Toulouse to pick up a three-to-one win over Liverpool, I mean, uh, beating Liverpool is one thing, but beating them three goals to one, then it makes it that makes the the win even more historic. So, but you know, Liverpool of course added one more goal, and you know, Liverpool supposedly scored deep in the stoppage time that would have tied the game, but after a bit of a re lengthy review via the video assistant referee, you know, VAR. The referee deemed the goal ineligible, nullified, because I think from what the report said, from a handball. Uh, well, I did, I did check out the highlights, and uh, well, I saw what I saw. What I saw. That, 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 that's all I can say. And clearly, uh, Jurgen Klopp's reaction. Well, that that said it all. Of course, the reaction of the Liverpool players. So. Man, and and then seeing all the the Toulouse supporters, you know, just I mean, it, it was freaking pandemonium in that stadium. So, so so Toulouse really, you you can't take it away from them, and 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 they really, you know, they really picked picked it up like that. So, I mean, as far as Liverpool goes, I mean, Liverpool tried, but unfortunately, uh, well, I guess. Uh, I guess the football gods decided today. Well, we're gonna we're gonna give it to Toulouse today. So, but interestingly enough, you know, I look at the standings from the French league. Uh, 
you know, and you, you see both Marseille and Toulouse, you know, not even in, in the top three. I mean, you see Toulouse right now is in 14th place in, like, in Ligue 1, while Marseille is down in 9th place. So, you know, right now, honestly, they're already at the risk of not competing in any tournament next season. So, I mean, these these two teams are trying to salvage, you know, something that they can. Now, there's still plenty of football left to play, but still, they got to get a move on. Now, Olympique, Olympique de Marseille playing uh, Athens, uh, AEK Athens, of course, in uh, Athens, Greece. Uh, you know, Olympique, Olympique de Marseille, you know, is actually undefeated. They have yet to actually lose a game. In the Europa League, they're two went with two wins and two draws. Now, unfortunately, seeing Ajax at the bottom of the group, I mean, that's you know totally unexpected. I mean, Ajax has yet to actually pick up a win. There were two losses and two draws with a negative four goal differential. And and, and looking at, you know, at Marseille, uh, so far what, what's been for them in, in, in the Europa League, you know, they did in match day number three they pick up the three to one win over uh, over Athens. So so now they basically sweep Athens in this one. And Marseille, again, you know, things are not going so well for them in, in La Ligue 1. You know, September 24th, that 4-0 loss to Paris Saint-Germain in the traditional uh, Le Classique. And then followed after that, a 3-2 loss to Monaco. And then, you know, in, in that, that game against Brighton, uh, that ended up in a 2-2 draw. I mean, it was difficult for me because in that 2-2 draw for Olympique de Marseille, it started out as a 2-0 lead. And the fact that Olympique de Marseille scored two goals in a span of less than 60 seconds, you know, first goal being in the 19th and then in the 20th, you know, and then late, you know, late, you know, in the middle of the second half, you know, it, it was cut in half, and then a late penalty allowed Brighton to to equalize and basically salvage one point. So for Marseille, you know, to drop those three points, you know, it's it's just it's just so disappointing because I really, I mean, if Marseille could somehow, you know. Be a team like Brighton, you know, like that, that would have been huge. And, you know, and, and, but it's good, it's a good thing now because, you know, Marseille is on a two game winning streak in Europa League. You know, and, and this is, you know, considering, though, that, um, you know, their, their opening game against Ajax, which was on the road, you know, uh, which was quite an, an entertaining game. So it's good to see that at least uh, Marseille was able to collect at least one point through their first four games. So, but seeing in the, in the standings now, but, but seeing them on top of their group by only one point, though, so because Brian Brighton hasn't Brian's not out of it yet, so so Marseille really on their two-game winning streak in the Europa League is is huge, but they got to keep it up, you know. Now looking at Marseille's next game, which which will be on the 30th of this month, which will be at home against Ajax. That's clearly going to be a must-win, and of course their final game is going to be on the road against Brighton. So, if Olympique de Marseille can pick up the win against um, Ajax, and if they can actually manage to hold Brighton down to a draw, they'll definitely secure a spot in the knockout stage of the Europa League. But I think in Olympique de Marseille, obviously, if they pull off a if they pull off a win on the road against Brighton, that will not only secure a spot in the knockout stage, but this will allow them to top the group. And if Olympique de Marseille tops the group, that's something huge right there. So. So really, Olympique de Marseille, you know, you know, on the on the 24th of last month, I mean, that frustrating one nothing loss to Nice, you know, especially because you know that was like a, a two weeks after they picked up a three nothing win at home against Le Havre, so it, it's just uh, it, it's just a little bit, it's it's pain, it's really painful, it, it really stings to see 
Olympique de Marseille and Toulouse, you know, kind of make somewhat of an impact so far in the Europa League, but they're unfortunately failing to make an impact in the French League 1. Because again, Marseille is in 9th place, while Toulouse FC is down in 14th. Now Marseille is sitting with 3 wins, 4 draws, and 3 losses in Ligue 1, while Toulouse is at 2 wins, 5 draws, and 4 losses. Now of course right now, Nice is on top of the Ligue 1, and Paris Saint-Germain is right under them, by trailing by 1 point, and then under Paris Saint-Germain is Monaco, and seeing Reims in the 4th place, I mean, <laughs> I mean the fact that you see the likes of Lille, Nantes, Marseille, Montpellier, Toulouse, you, you see them like not really be, you know, you know, right now clinging on to the top four. I mean, that, that's just so interesting. And right now, in my case, seeing Olympique Lyonnais at the very, very bottom of the group, winless, with zero wins, four draws, and six losses, with a negative 11 goal differential? <laughs> As a native uh, Lyonnais myself, I mean, if, if Olympique Lyonnais got relegated after this one, going to the second tier of French football... Well, as a proud Lyonnais, it would be heartbreaking, but, you know, it is what it is, right? It simply is what it is. Oui, si Lyon a fini un résultat merdique comme ça, <laughs> well, ça va faire mal, mais c'est vraiment à peu près c'est leur faute. <laughs> so, so what I was, I was saying, you know, if Lyon finishes at the bottom, well, it's their freaking fault, and, you know, it's going to hurt, but again, it is what it is. So, uh, so going back to uh, looking at a, a little bit, uh, you know, West Ham United, you know, pick up that one up and win against uh, Olympiacos. So I'm kind of looking at the standings, you know, of course, you know, West Ham United uh, is on top of their group, which is no surprise. You know, Real, Bet Real Betis is over uh, on top of their group, you know, followed by the Scottish club, the Rangers. Of course, Atalanta and Sporting, and Sporting FC, you know, kind of finding it out as well. And of course, Liverpool is on top of their group by, uh, by two points, so... And, and, and seeing Stade Rennes, I mean, I'm telling you, you know, Stade Rennes, really. Stade Rennes being on top of their group, you know, basically being ahead by three points from Villarreal. You know, Stade Rennes with three wins and, and one loss. I mean, that right there is huge. You know, of course, Roma is, is actually tied right now with Slavia Praha in, in Group G of the Europa League with three wins and one loss. So, so it's, it's really good to see. I mean, the Europa League, you know, somewhat, you know, somehow being competitive. Although I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, most of these clubs, I've honestly never, never even heard of them. So I'd imagine out of all these clubs, I mean, um, Liverpool's got to be obviously the favorite right now out of all of them that I just mentioned. But but it's good to see. You know, there's still somewhat some competition. I mean, this is not the Champions League, by the way. And and for those of you wondering why I didn't do an episode on on Champions League, uh, well, on Wednesday's results, it's because you know I was just not feeling too well, but. I can give I can give a quick rundown. I mean, Manchester United, you know, losing to Copenhagen in such an embarrassing way, I can't say I'm surprised. You know, Real, you know, Real Madrid. I think, you know, as far as Real Madrid goes, um, well, the fact that Kepa Arizabalaga Balaga suffered an injury doing warm ups, warm ups, and is out for several weeks. I mean, that's bad luck for Real Madrid because it's now two goalkeepers hurt, Thibaut Courtois and now Kepa Arizabalaga, Balaga, who's currently on loan to Real Madrid. So, so you know, uh, so of course, you know. Atletico Madrid, you know, that 6 nothing win, you know, of course, uh, ah, uh, man. Huh. Oh, Bayern Munich, you know, not, not surprised they got the win, so, as far as, as far as I know, you know, Bayern Munich and Manchester City have already basically, uh, secured their spots in the, in the knockout stage, so, now you look at Group F, you know, Dortmund's on top, followed by PSG and Milan, so, 
Now it'll be it'll be interesting. So so now back to the Europa League. So so for 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 Toulouse, well, I think now that Toulouse doesn't have to worry about Liverpool moving forward at least in the group stage. If Toulouse can pick basically if if Toulouse can pick up the win on November 30th against a club known as Union Saint Gilloise. I have no idea where the, where the heck this club is, honestly. But if Toulouse can basically win out their next two games, Toulouse is, is actually going to be in a good position. So, so Toulouse really does need to pick up the three points in the in the next games, and I think Marseille is going to be it's going to be the same way. So, so Toulouse FC and Olympique de Marseille both had very very good days, you know. For Marseille, you know, getting that two nothing win on the road against AEK uh, Athens, and of course Toulouse, you know, with a massive upset over uh, Liverpool. Well, I'm curious to I'm curious to see, you know, Liverpool's uh, starting lineup in this one. I know that Mohamed Salah was playing, but <laughs> you know, yeah, the fact that in, in the 74th minute when that two nothing Toulouse lead was cut in half because of an own goal, and then in, in any 89th minute when Diogo Jota, you know, cut a three one lead to three three to two, so. You know, it, it was basically, it was like two minutes after, you know, the lead was cut in half that Toulouse basically responded to make it 3-1, to one, so, man. And it seemed that, you know, five shots on target for Toulouse, they, they made three of them count, I mean, that's huge. So, now, now looking at the lineup, you know, yeah, you got Cody Gakpo in, in the front center, you know, in the front three. Huh, okay, well... Well, so of course everybody would say it's it's because you know uh, Jurgen Klopp you know rested rested the starters, but still I still believe that the backups should have been able to get the job done against Toulouse. So basically Jurgen Klopp, I know I always forget is it Jurgen is it Jurgen, but anyway, Jurgen Klopp used the four defenders by three midfielders and three forwards you know in a for a formation. So you had Diaz, Gakpo, and Doak in the front three. And, and of course, you know Mohamed Salah and, and Diogo Jota ended up coming in. So Darwin Nunez ended up coming in as well, but you know it it, it, it really didn't prove uh, to be uh, much help. So you know, and seeing to you know seeing Toulouse utilized four defenders and four midfielders to kind of basically keep Liverpool's attack intact. Man, Toulouse really took that approach, and they really had to because they had to find a way to basically keep Liverpool from wreaking havoc. So Liverpool could have easily. I feel like Liverpool could have easily, probably should have, you know, easily picked up this win, but they didn't. But then again, there's no such thing as an easy win now, is there? But still. So, regardless of the situation, you got to give Toulouse massive credit because even with the reserves or the backups, however, whatever you want to call them, Liverpool could have still picked up a win, but Toulouse got the job done. So, so massive, many congratulations to Toulouse. Félicitations à Toulouse. Félicitations à l'Olympique de Marseille. Congratulations to them both. Now there's two games left to play in this one for the, in the Europa League for these two clubs, so they gotta finish out strong. And as far as far as I'm concerned, I think Toulouse and Marseille should be able to get the job done. And seeing them qualify in the Europa League uh, round uh, knockout stage, well, it's certainly gonna be a huge thing. But again, with Marseille on on top of the group right now, if they're to win, if they're the top of the group, they have to win their next two games. One of which is going to be on the road against Brighton. For Marseille, the next game is at home against Ajax. They need to win that one. And they need to find a way to basically prevent a loss to Brighton. If Marseille beats Ajax, they'll be basically be up by 11 points. Okay? 
Now, if they can at least hold off Brighton to a draw, then I think Marseille should still be able to top the group, but only time will tell. We'll have to see how things go. Now, looking at Toulouse once again. Their next game is going to be on the 30th. It's going to be at home, so they got to, they got to seal that one. And they got to finish it on the 14th of December against, well, this Austrian club, L-A-S-K. I don't even know what the heck it's called, but... Uh, so for Toulouse and Marseille, there's still a little bit of challenges ahead, but so far so good, and they're basically perfectly capable of closing it out. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Please do me a favor. Hit the subscribe button, and please be sure that you hit the notification bell that way, I know for sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one. God bless. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.